I need to know everything Who and the what and the where I need everything Trust me, I hear what you're saying But act like it's new what you're telling me I'm curious, George I hop in the Porsche It's five and a horse I'm ready for war I'm coming for gross It's turning with ghosts I need to know everything Awesome What is up, everybody? It's your boy Fernando Petty here With UVO Group Right here in the UVO studio I'm joined today with my co-host Alan Kantarevich And we have a special guest today Yeah, how's it going? How are you? Start yeah, nice. With uh, Summit Auto Lab. You got Summit it. Life Auto Lab. Summit Auto Detailing, Summit Auto Lab, and Summit Life. There we go. Yeah. Nice. I was telling him a minute ago, I was like, dude, when you told me your name and you you know you put it in the, in the group chat, Yeah. I was like, I watched his videos last year. You told me that. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, shit. It was the F430, the mm-hmm. Ferrari that you had, yeah. So uh, that's, that's cool that you're doing big things. Yeah, I, it's been a long time. Long hustle. Yeah. That's for sure. So is that is that how you got started with just in the detailing business? Uh, well, so that's it's hard to say where I started from. Yeah. But uh, I'm not from Utah originally. I moved out here in uh, I don't know, like eight years ago, in the hopes of opening a business. And I had no idea what that was supposed to, or what that was going to entail. Yeah. Um, I uh, started washing windows, like a uh, home window washing company. Yeah. Did one house. I hated it. So I quit that the next day and uh, I sat down and was like, well, I'm starting a business so that I can earn money so that I can buy cars. Oh, <laughs> so nice. I'm like, All right, let's, do, <laughs> let's do something around cars, you know? So then I started uh, detailing them. I, I don't mind detailing. I think it's very therapeutic and, yeah. and fun. So I just uh, went for it. Dude, first of all, it is. I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was one of my first businesses was a detailing company. Oh, nice. So when I was uh, when I was 17, I got into the automotive industry, selling cars, stuff like that. I actually started when I was like 14, going to public auto auctions. So my brother and I were like buying and selling recurving cars at like 15 years old. Crazy, <laughs> right? And uh, we got into the auto industry, and I loved the sales aspect of it. And so I ended up opening a dealership when I was like 19. Sad. And, and uh, we didn't do too good. I was so irresponsible with the money. I was an idiot, <laughs> you know? But... From the dealership, it allowed me to make enough money to purchase a van mm-hmm. through an auto auction and buy the equipment and start a mobile detailing company. Yeah. And that thing started to make money. Like yeah. I was making like three seventy five a day at like 19. I had a contract with a couple dealers. Yeah. This is back in like 08. And then as soon as the market hit for the, the auto industry, you know, the yep. lending, like it stopped lending on certain IRS numbers and yeah. um, the dealership started going down. And then the contracts for the detailers for, 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 for my company... We started losing them. Dealers were like, "We're not paying for you to come wash cars anymore." But I was like, "Damn, man! Like this was a cool little business." So I kind of let that slide, and I actually still have all the equipment. Like, so oh. if you want to buy it, I'll sell yeah, you. actually, uh, depends <laughs> oh yeah, on, depends on what equipment. <laughs> Equipment's hard to get nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have a, I have a really nice. I think it's a Landa pressure washer. Okay. Um, it's really it's a really big one. It's mobile. You can hook it to a truck. Um, oh sure. I got a bunch of hoses. I got a. Um, what is it? The. Uh, Carpet extractor. Yeah, I'll buy the extractor. I, I, got, I got two. <laughs> I got a mobile one. Right, I'll buy both. <laughs> I got a big ass one, crazy strong one. Like, oh, for a shop. Yeah, for, yeah. For, yeah. And, and this one you can do like industrial. You can do like uh, like big apartment buildings. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah like a real like carpet. Clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah massive one. Uh, but I got all that. So that See, went nowhere. Yeah, but, but you know I what's up though. Yeah, what's up? I said you know what's up. Yeah, the no, no. Is sick, Dude, yeah. I, I learned it and I loved it. And you're right about therapeutic because I would go to these auto dealerships and I would like. Tell them, hey, I'll do your car for 75 bucks, you know? And they're like, oh, that's a good deal. Go ahead, you know? Mm-hmm. And they would watch me. What I would do is I would actually take the seats out of the car. Uh-huh. And not a lot of detailers did that. 
and I was like pressure washed the carpet. And they're like, this guy's going all out. I was trying to earn business. Oh, sure. But You're I'm, undercutting yourself. I was totally doing yeah. it, right? And, and, and I was like scrubbing it, and I was just like, dude, I like doing this. Like, it's it's there. It's, it's meditative, you know Oh, what totally. I mean? Yeah, yeah, so I love doing it. And then getting a piece of shit car and cleaning it up, it's like amazing. Yeah, it's you know? cool before and after, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so where are you from originally? So I'm from Detroit. Okay. Originally, uh, like a suburb of Detroit, like, uh, like 40 minutes outside. Um, so that's kind of where my love for cars started was in Detroit. Uh, pretty much everyone in my dad's side of the family has been into cars. He loves cars. I love cars. But growing in, up in Detroit, like all my friends' dad dads had like classic cars in their garages that they like hang out with every night. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of strange uh, culture there. But uh, yeah, I loved cars. I would ride my bike to big car shows, um, big cruises, and check out all the cars. I'd lock my bike up and walk for miles and look at all the cars. And then, uh, yeah, just as I continue to, like, grow up or whatever, um, I learned that cars are very defensive. Yeah. So you got to work hard for them. Yeah. yeah. Damn. So especially if you have good taste, which... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're not talking Volkswagens over here. We're talking... I had a Volkswagen at one point. <laughs> no, that's cool. So what brought you to Park City, though? I mean, how, how did yeah, you... so growing up, I loved cars, and then my other passion was skateboarding and, and snowboarding. Um, and then as I got older, um, I turned more to snowboarding and then family trips and everything. We'd always come out here to Utah. So when I decided I was going to drop out of college, I did one semester of college and I absolutely hated it. So I decided, uh, I, I decided, all right, if I'm going to make this decision of dropping out, I got to, you know, uh, promise myself that like, you know, if I'm going to be dropping out, I got to work my butt off yeah. to make up for that. Yeah. And, uh. So I just started hustling and I was like, well, I want to start a business, a legit one. And I want my odds to be as good as they can be yeah. uh, for starting a business. Cause a lot of businesses fail. Yeah. So at the time, this was like 2012, the end of 2012, maybe 2013. Yeah. Uh, so in Michigan, the economy was still crap. It, yeah. it wasn't very good. Hold on, pause for a second. Okay. I fucked up. I didn't hit record. However, oh. ca cameras picked up the audio. For cool. The first. <laughs> The first few minutes, so we're good. We're, nice. we're good. Fucking guys. <laughs> we're good. A technical difficulty. But but go on. Uh, this was, what year was this? So this was the end of 2012, beginning of okay. 13. Yeah. Um, so I, like I said, I decided I wanted to drop out of school, but I needed to make up for that. So work really hard. I wanted to open a business, and I wanted the best odds of success. So, and it, I'm kind of a guy, I like to be efficient. I like yeah. to kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. So I was like, how can I start a business and also be a ski bum. <laughs> so I decided on Park City. Yep, there you so go. I moved right out to Utah. I skipped the college town. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people my age back then in, in uh, Salt Lake and Provo. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, you know, I'm just going to hustle. I can't be distracted at this time. So moved straight to Park City and uh, got a job at the resort uh, so I could get a free season's pass, snowboard yeah. a ton while I built the business. Yeah. But I uh, didn't waste any time. I, I moved here and then um, I think my first paycheck, I bought a motorcycle because I always wanted one. <laughs> and then my second paycheck, I bought detailing stuff. So. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah. Dude, that's, so that's good. So, so you literally went on your first business. You're still doing it. Yeah. Well, I did the window washing. Yeah. And it was more of like, a, you know, let's try this. And yeah. I hated it instantly. So yeah. I don't really count that as a business. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's, that's good. You stuck with one solid yeah. company. So this is my first business. Um, and I, next month, it'll be eight years. Holy shit. Hell dude. yeah, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. And I started with, uh, it was 500 bucks. Wow. Yeah. 
I saw, um, I think it was your most recent vlog where you guys got a new, is it a new warehouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So unfortunately I've been slacking on my uploads, but that was one of uh, my last uploads. So yeah, I started with $500 and just continued to reinvest uh, pretty much 100% of the business money back into the business. And um, right now I'm in the middle of a merger with another company, another detailing company. And... Um, in that merger, we're opening a 10,000 square foot shop in the town next to ours in Heber City, Utah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'll have my uh, Park City location um, where I'll service my Park City clients and then also the 10,000 square feet in the neighboring city. Damn. Yeah. Dude, congrats. Dude. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Bro. That's pretty cool. Who, who's the company? Are you allowed to say? Um, so we're in the middle. We're doing all the, um, the due diligence right now and, and all that, but, uh, well, hold on. I'm, so no, no, I'm, I'll, so pretty much no. No, I'm, I'm 99% <laughs> sure it's going to happen and I don't mind talking yeah. about it. So the business is like a Heber city local business. It's called swags detailing. Okay. Um, and it's a, a dad and a, it's like a family business. That's cool. Um, but we've both been just growing exponentially. And they focus more on in-shop detailing, uh, paint correction, like polishing, and yeah. then what's called uh, ceramic coating. Okay. Um, and then I focus on mobile and then the wraps, yeah. so vinyl wraps and uh, tint and stuff like that. So we're combining our forces, hitting the ground running, and going big. Wow. So that's why we're opening the, the uh, 10,000 square feet. Holy shit. So, so let's talk about the cars because when I was doing detailing, I was making okay money. But I wasn't making enough money to get a Ferrari and a Lamborghini <laughs> and a Porsche. Like, so, I mean, how did you work up to that? I mean, talk to me about when you first started your company. What were the challenges that you went through? Number one, I'm sure I'm sure finding clients, right? Um, yeah. But how was it like? I mean, talk to me about your first few weeks, few months, first years in, in, in the business. Yeah, so I can tell you uh, my first appointment that was not a friend or whatever, um, I was so nervous because I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. And back then, I mean, in 2012 – uh, people forget that YouTube and the, the resource of the internet yeah. is still young. I mean, in 2012, I watched like every detailing video there was, and there was like eight videos or something. So I was like pretty much just going out there and winging it. And, uh, I remember my first appointment was two interiors only, and I had a vacuum and some buckets and rags. So I cleaned the whole interior with like elbow grease and water because yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. And, but I made 300 bucks that day. Wow. Um, it took me all day, yeah. <laughs> but I spent that $300 and I bought a better power washer or I didn't even have a power washer. So I bought a power washer and then I bought some proper chemicals yeah. so that the next ones would be easier. And then, uh, yeah, just, it was a snowball really. Yeah. But, uh, I, w because I was so nervous and so, uh, high risk, I guess, cause I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. I didn't really want it to take off at you're, first. Yeah, I wanted, scared. I was very scared yeah. and, and I, uh, <clears throat> was very selective with my growth. Um, Cause I didn't want to get on over my head right away. Yeah. So that was my first appointment. And then, uh, after that, I mean, it just kept growing a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And it really didn't take off. I didn't go full time self-employed like detailer for, um, two years, two and a half years. So within those two years, I, um, in order to survive and live, I did my full time job at the ski resort, yeah. which they ended up working me like 50 to 55 hours a week. Wow. And then on my two days off, I worked another probably um, 40, another 40 hours in two yeah. days yeah, <laughs> trying to go. build the business, you know? There you go. Um, so that way, like the business money, 100% of that income just went right back in yeah. as an investment. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have any kids? No. Are you, are you married right now? I am. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, okay. um, yeah, I've been married for, uh, two years next month 
and we've been together almost oh five years now. And she's into cars too, huh? She's into cars. Yeah. She's, the craziest story actually is we met on Bumble out here in Utah, but we went to rival high schools in Michigan. Um, so we have mutual friends in Michigan. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, dude. we grew up yeah. 15 minutes away from Way each cool. other, and uh, she loves cars, um, and she's been running the business for me or with me yeah. uh, for the past four, four and a half years. Wow. So we, we dated like six months, and then she's like, you need help. So she jumped on the phones and did the office stuff. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's cool. I yeah. love that. <laughs> that's good. It's funny when you were talking about your, your first appointment being scared because you brought back a memory of mine. Uh -huh. Like on my first appointment, it was so funny. And you mentioned under, undercutting yourself. I oh, totally, yeah. I totally did, right? And I'm like driving around. I'm like, who can I go and hit up? I had passing out flyers at like uh, car lots and dealerships and, re and rental car companies, right? I did that for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and I was just like pretty much door knocking, just hitting up all these people. Yep. And I find this uh, car rental company, they rented out trucks. It was like a specialty company, right? Sure. And uh, I went over there and I was talking to him. They said, oh, no, we have a guy who does all the work for us. And I was like, well, I'll beat his price. Tell me what, what, what you guys pay and I'll beat it. And she's like, well, he has a pretty big account with us. I don't know if it's going to happen, but you can do my car. This is a receptionist, right? Oh, sure. I'm like, oh, really? Like, let's do it. So my wife was with me. And so I'm like, where's it at? So that's around the back. And I was like, 50 bucks, like 50 bucks, dude. <laughs> Full detail, shampoo, everything. Had the chemicals, had all of it, right? I go out there thinking it's going to be a quick little detail, right? Dude, this car the was minivan. the worst. Yeah. No, those are the worst, the hoarder minivans. Yeah. No, this was like an old, I don't know, I think it was like a Jetta or something. Mm. But, dude, there was like crayons melted in the car seat. Like, it was it was a cloth interior. It wasn't like leather yep. or anything. Um, and we were sitting there like just vacuuming and vacuuming and shampooing. It took like five hours to detail oh, this yeah. damn car. And after I left, I took the money and I drove off and I was like, we did the worst job. I thought we did a bad job. Now I look back, I'm like, we did way too good for that mm -hmm. 50 bucks, you know? But I know what you mean. Like, I was so worried about that. I'm like, damn, what if I charge this low price to get business and I'm only able to do one or two cars a day because I'm taking yeah. so long. It takes a long time to do a proper a detail. Yep. And I'm just like, there's no fucking way I can make money doing this. Like, It's this a crazy, crazy fine line. Yeah. You got you to gotta have that value to your customers, but you also got to make money and grow. Yeah, yeah. And so over time I realized, hey, I, I got to do it faster, You know, not spend so much time, also not spend as much money on the, the, the chemicals I use. I got to use some cheaper chemicals. Sure. Dude, I was going to a dollar store to buy like <laughs> armor all. And like, it's like watered down knockoff armor all, I oh, swear. Yeah. And everything got armor all. <laughs> Yeah, I think I even arm rolled the pedals, which is, you probably shouldn't do. You know, no, you definitely don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> no. But uh, no, man, I, uh, I I I loved it. I thought it was good. You know, definitely therapeutic. Um, but I can see some people making real money right now. I know Alan. You have a guy that you've been going to. Mm -hmm. um, what's his company called? Um, Steam Team, Steam Team Utah. Steam I think? Team. They're like in Bluffdale, oh. right? Oh, in nice. yeah. in Bluffdale. I like that name. Yeah. Cool, I've man. never heard of them. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. good. They do a lot of high-end cars and stuff. Yeah, my and, buddy uh, uh, Javier Flores actually owns it. Okay. And, um, yeah, I've been going there for the last, what, half, no, about a year now almost. So he's got a shop? Uh -huh. Or did he just come to you? Both, actually. His oh, guy nice. was actually here washing a different car for a different agent here, actually. Oh. And I'm like, yo, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm actually washing a car. I'm like, do you want to do mine, too? Oh, nice. Yeah. So he came and washed mine up real real quick right now. Sweet. Uh, but cool dude. But, yeah, I mean, so I, I see him now. You know, I, I see these companies now, and I'm like, Damn, like, oh, what, what could I have done if I would have yeah. stuck to it? Because I'm seeing these guys, like, actually making a lot of money from these, these detailing shops. Yeah, it's crazy. Just on, or when I moved out here to Utah, you didn't see any detail shops, yeah. really. There was just a couple. Um, but now, I mean, that industry, the business model or whatever is blowing up. Do, let me ask you this. Do you think it's because of YouTube and, yeah. and, and stuff like that? Because I watched some of those videos, and, dude, they're, like, 
you get engaged very easily. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I think it's a mix between social media, um, hyping luxury, like luxury yeah. cars and everything. So the cars are on more people's minds. Um, also on social media, um, entrepreneurship is super hype right now. Um, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur and that definition changes every day, yeah. what that actually is. Yeah. Most people, they're like, oh, I need to hustle one of my own business or whatever. And then they're also seeing cars every day too on social media. So I think it's social media, the, um, the ease of um, entry for yeah. a, a detail. Like I started 500, 500 yeah. bucks, you know? Yeah. I think now, I mean, you can start with very little, but uh, you want to do it properly, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, so that's why I think that the business opportunity of a detail shop or mobile detailing is so um, intriguing right now. Yeah. Well, and the good thing about it too is <clears throat> you don't have, you don't really invest a whole lot, but yeah, but your time you buy the chemicals, you buy the power washer, whatever it might be, the rags, and it's all profit. I mean, yeah. most of it's I'm sure I'm sure it's a good a good return. You got really good margins, especially with the mobile. Oh, so I that's bet. why I started mobile, and I put off getting a shop <laughs> until about four years ago. So four years into my mobile detailing business, I got my actual brick and mortar shop. Um, but I was so worried about the margins and everything, so yeah. that's why I got into like wrapping cars. Smart. So like if I have that rent, I might yeah. as well offer these other things or yeah. high ticket items. But yeah, the cost of entry in a mobile detailing is pretty small. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. I mean, for me, I was like, okay, if I get these higher end cars, I better have good insurance. Cause what if I like yeah. nick, nick the paint or something? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's those, a, those wands on those extractors are heavy duty. You oh, can yeah. bang up the paint, you know, if you hit it, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's a fine line too. I mean, when I was growing the business, it was a, uh, a hustle and everything was so um, like the margins, like I was saying, mm -hmm. like I tried to reinvest money in the, the proper places and I didn't have a ton to go around. So I uh, chose to not have insurance for a while, um, which I wouldn't suggest, oh, <laughs> but I took shit. that, I took that risk and uh, it ended up working out. Yeah. Um, I've only damaged like three cars or something in eight years. So, yeah. um, and I paid out of pocket for all those. So just like paint scratch. Oh, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, there was one car where one of my employees was steam cleaning with like a microfiber rag. You'd steam clean the seats. Yeah. And it was a brand new Porsche Panamera had like 3000 miles on the car. And he was at the driver's seat and he just started steaming and instantly all of the leather disintegrated. It was just like falling apart. Like the whole seat was falling apart. It was really weird. And because we were the ones that did it, obviously we're, liable yeah. so um the client was out of town as well so i called the client explain what's going on say i've never seen this happen and i have never seen it happen again and i called dealerships and upholstery shops and they've never even heard of that happening either so super strange but it literally like you could like pick the leather like it was like pleather you think no i don't know because yeah, it, the passenger seat didn't do it the back seats didn't do it, it was just the driver's seat uh, you could like literally like peel up the color. Like, oh, oh, wow. It was really weird. Probably a sick cow. <laughs> it was so, so strange. But that one ended up, uh, I ended up getting really lucky with that. I found an upholstery shop not too far from here. And they were like, oh, yeah, bring the car down. We'll pull the the seat out. We'll unskin it, match the color and perforations perfectly, put it all back together, uh, like 275 Oh, wow. I was like, done. <laughs> done. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> like, it was, that was great. And it, and it was perfect, looked the same? Yep. Damn. The same, and the the customer obviously was annoyed that there was an issue, yeah. but I handled all of it while they were out of town, so they didn't really do anything. So. Oh, that's good. Dude. It worked out perfect. That's good. Yeah. Well, here's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about YouTube channel because YouTube. Oh, sure. YouTube yeah, it's another business. It's, yeah, it's yeah. doing good. Like, oh yeah. Uh, you guys got a lot of subscribers, and you've been pushing a lot of content. Yeah. So YouTube's crazy. So it's another business of mine. So I got the detailing. I got the 
the shop that does the vinyl wraps and the paint protection film at Clearbra um, and Tint. And then I got my social media business and they're all intertwined with each other, which is kind of how I wanted it designed. Yeah. So that way, you know, when I, when I do one good thing for one business, the other ones also benefit. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a, um, big mixing pot, I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the social media business is mainly YouTube, uh, with Instagram as kind of like a, a cherry on top, I guess. Yeah. Um, I can put that into deals as well. Like I'll post on Instagram to kind of sweeten the deal. But yeah, we've been doing, um, YouTube for two and a half years. Um, I should have started a long time ago. Yeah. Um, kind of my story with social media and, and YouTube in general is, uh, when I bought my first fun car, uh, for promotional reasons for my business, uh, I went to my first Park City Car Club meet, the same okay. one that we went to last week. Okay. Uh, the Cars and Coffee. And I parked next to a guy that looked like he was my age and he had a very similar priced car. So I had a, at that time, it was a 2006, uh, it was a 2007 Porsche Cayman. And I got it for 26 grand or something. Um, and I parked next to a Lotus Elise, which at the same time, that, or at that time, they were around the same price. Yeah. I got out and I met the kid and we ended up being very close in age. We both were living in Park City renting rooms and we both needed a place to store those cars for the winter. So we stored them together. We ended up becoming really good friends. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm building this little detail shop and detail business here in town. And he's like, oh, I, I videotape cars for fun for YouTube. And I was like, cool, I can help you. I can hold a camera, you know? Yeah. So, um, and his name is the Strad Man on YouTube. Oh, no, yeah. And he's got... Um, uh, I think it's like 3.2 million subscribers now. So he started his YouTube channel around when I started my detailing company. Oh, wow. And But when we became friends and met, we were at very similar levels where I didn't understand the ceiling of YouTube yeah. where there is no ceiling at all. Like you can just keep going and going mm -hmm. and making more and yeah. more and more and more. <laughs> um, so I wish I, in hindsight, obviously, I wish I would have started my own channel back when I was helping him. Because yeah. that was... Uh, yeah, that was like seven years ago. Yeah. So I would have been doing much better. Yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 all right. He he's convinced got a me huge though. name in, in the in the like the auto, you know, industry here in Utah. Like he's yeah. the, he's the go to guy for exotics here in Utah. Like yeah. when it comes to content. So it's crazy if you uh, the perspective, if you think of YouTube as being this new T V um, substitute, like content um, driven media uh, channel or whatever, um, when you final or when you narrow down the genre to um, really elusive, rare, exotic cars. He's the number one. Yeah. Um, he's the largest channel that deals with exotic cars on YouTube, uh, which is pretty nuts if yeah. you think about it that way. Because yeah. there's some huge channels out there. Yeah. But when you think about it, just exotics, he's the biggest. Yeah. Um, he played a huge role in me starting my YouTube channel. I saw the benefits. I saw everything he was doing and how it, not just a monetary value, like a check per month. It was like how many people wanted to be his friend, wanted to be around him, knew of him, um, and the deals he could like work, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. all those, uh, benefits and different, different ways you can monetize it really yeah. convinced me to start. Now it wasn't a huge, uh, you know, I didn't dream of being making videos. Like yeah. that was never like part of my dream or anything, but, um, it's so important nowadays to have that social media handle, especially trying to build. Um, and <clears throat> trying to continue to progress in a career, yeah. you need that, that, uh, reach. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if you're trying to sell, um, just your story, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what you're doing with your life and work and, 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 and content, there's no other place to, to do it. Like YouTube is the place. And, and I talked about this over a year ago with you and I was mm -hmm. like, dude, let's, let's film some properties 
and let's see what we can get from it. Like views or whatever. I just want to, I want to help build the brand and get some recognition. Yeah, for sure. And I started just walking around with a camera in these like model homes and filming them long video, 30 minute video. Right. And, uh, I put up three videos and the third video like exploded overnight and it was a fourth video actually. And I woke up one morning and it was like 65,000 views an hour. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. What the hell? And it was just like climbing. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get paid. I was wrong. <laughs> you, know, you don't get paid immediately. Right. But, but then it, it came down and it, you know, slowly started to stable out. But then at that point I already hit the 4,000 hour uh, watch hour mark. Yeah, sure. And, and I was like, oh, okay, so how do I get monetized? I want to make some money from this. Right. So I've been doing it and I put up another 14, 15 videos, you know, I got like maybe 17 videos up right now. Um, but I haven't posted a video in seven months. <laughs> it's been yeah, so dude. long. But, <laughs> but here's the I do, but here's the funny thing. I'm still getting paid. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like, like today I was telling Alan, like AdSense was like, Hey, we need to verify your account. And I'm like, well, I got paid last month. And yeah. I checked and I'm like, I make more money this month than I did last month. And I'm like, how the hell is that? I haven't posted in forever, but it's just like, it goes up and it's down. Just, yeah. Depending yeah. on the algorithm and <clears throat> what's recommended and stuff yeah. like that. So. so now I'm like, okay. I know people like to see beautiful eye candy, you know, cars, of course, but yeah. houses and stuff like that. Yeah, luxury. Yeah. Um, you know, they want to see like nice video footage, HD, good quality audio, you know, stuff like that. And I understood that. So when I started doing it, like I, I told Alan, hey, I'm going to get monetized quickly. I'm going to get a lot of views from this. But I didn't realize like, hey, I'm going to get deals from this too on property. Oh, yeah. And so like I closed three deals already from YouTube. I have another buyer coming out here soon um, from, from another state. And I'm just like. Dude, like this thing actually makes money, not only from YouTube paying the little bit of money it pays, yeah. but from people knowing who I am in real estate coming out to see me. Exactly. And it's like, it's pretty crazy. So that's what know? I'm talking about. It's yeah. not just the monetary value, which can be amazing at times, but it's that um, just your personal brand yeah. um, growing and that you can't put a dollar value on because you never know what's going to happen. Well, yeah. and, uh, and then on top of that, the amount of people you're able to <clears throat> reach, I feel yeah. like that's what we talked about as well. Like YouTube, like social media here locally, it's more people that you know here, you know, in the, mm. in town. But then when it comes down to YouTube, it's like you can reach the whole world. Oh, yeah. You know, he'll have people calling him from like, different countries yeah. and everything. Yeah, Great Britain. <laughs> which is awesome. Australia. If you uh, if you look up Summit Auto Lab on Google, um, I think I have like 60 reviews, and I think three of them are from customers. <laughs> the rest the re are and like people. half of them are from India. Because, <laughs> 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 you know, people watch my YouTube yeah. channel, and then they're like, oh, five star, like he does a great job. That's like a lot of them, and, uh, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> hey, it's, it's that reach. Yeah. yeah. That reach is yeah. insane. Uh, we have a lot of inquiries in, in our emails and stuff from people wanting advice on wraps and detail stuff. And then when we go to schedule, I, then I find out they're in Atlanta or they're in Florida or they're in Maine or something. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't make sense. I can't work on yeah. the car at all, but yeah. they see my face on YouTube. They begin to trust me. And they consider me a friend, which yeah. is a great thing. I don't know who they are, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wish I could know them all, but uh, <laughs> that's how it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's 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 kind of weird too, because you'll get you'll get you'll get the weirdos that hit you up. I don't know if you do. Yeah. I get I get some weird ones. They'll hit me up, and I'll answer the phone <laughs> when they call, and I'm like, "It's Fernando. You be real estate, you know?" And they're like, "Oh, oh my god." They're like starstruck. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, like I'm just some guy, man. <laughs> some guy with a little camera. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm shooting with a GoPro. I mean, holy shit. You know what I mean? But, but, but no, it's funny. And then you get the good people who are like, you know, they're, they're really into what I'm doing. And they'll ask questions. And a lot of real estate agents call me and they're like, hey, how'd you get your channel started? You yep. know, um, how, you know how, how are you getting so much engagement? And I'm just like, dude, this is what I'm doing. I'll tell them what I do. Hopefully they do it. You know, they're not all going to do it. You it's can the ultimate the networking 
it really thing is right now. It yeah. really is. It's awesome, man. It's, it's awesome. And uh, like for business, I mean, you, you're using it for your business, your company, yep. which is awesome. Um, and I feel like a lot of people still don't, they, they probably realize it, but they don't understand how easy it is to get into it. We talked about this before is a lot of people think you got to have the best camera, the now, best microphone. My first video was filmed on my phone at the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was terrible. But that, my very, very first video was how to change the oil in a Porsche Cayman. Because uh, I just bought the car and there wasn't a video like that on YouTube. Now there's like a bunch of them. But so mine was the very first one and I knew people would Google that, how to change the oil. Yeah. Um, so that video, I think right now has like 300,000 views. And uh, I, I think I make like eight or nine bucks on it every month from that one video on my on my just, phone. Just paying you yeah. forever. And I posted that video. <laughs> That's a good return. Dude. I know. I posted that video four and a half years ago or something like that. Yeah. So I think total on that video I've made like um, like a thousand bucks. Yeah. And the oil change, you know, cost me 60 bucks. So 60, <laughs> 60 bucks and some time. <laughs> and, uh, dude, and it was not uh, polished at all. Yeah. I had no idea what I was talking about. The video was really long. If I made that video now, it would be like half the time. Yeah. Um, and much more entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that just goes to show if you if you want to start posting, I mean, everybody's got a phone. Yeah. 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 There, there should be no 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 reason, to, you know, no excuse not to. No. You know, and then the other thing I was going to ask you about was like, you know, when it comes to the editing, because you guys obviously do really good stuff now with your vlog, because um, it's entertaining, right? It keeps yeah. you captivated. Um, who's doing all that for you? Is that something you and your wife kind of learned to do on your own and you're just editing all your own stuff? Yeah, so for so we've been doing the YouTube thing for two and a half years. I did all the editing up until about a year ago and then Faith wanted to jump in and do it and she loves editing. Obviously, it takes some time and you got to have that window of time yeah. uh, to dedicate to it, but she loves being creative and making those cuts and then filming in a way where the cuts make sense. Um, and she's the reason in the past year our, our videos have become more entertaining and more watchable because of her. Yeah. And yeah. Dude, she's that's awesome. She's awesome. That's yeah. good. Yeah. It's good to have a partner who can support you in that way. Not just like, Oh, you go babe. But like actually put in some work with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. you know, help pick up the, 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 the workload, mm -hmm. you know I mean? Because if you're doing, I mean, so you have employees, are you doing all the details yourself? I mean, how's that work? Um, so right now <clears throat> we are in the hiring process. Every spring is a nightmare, uh, for hiring and training. Um, uh, but right now we have, um, the three three full-time guys right now inc uh, not including uh, my wife faith and i so five employees i guess running the detailing company we're uh, trying to hire at least three more just for park city and then our new shop in heber the ten thousand. i think we have like 10 positions open wow. all detailers we're trying to figure out how to get people into the films like the paint protection film oh i do have a tint guy i hired a tint guy nice um he's been doing tint for a long time i pay him a lot but works for me now that's good. <laughs> yeah that's good yeah so uh, i have the employees for the detailing uh, and i'm trying to figure out how i can get employees for the the wrapping the car wraps because it's very high risk yeah it is yeah yeah so you're gonna do some stuff for us the yeah Lambo. yeah can't wait dude yeah we're doing some some minor things on your huracan which is gonna be really cool yeah. um for the podcast which is gonna be fun and then yeah, uh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, it's gonna look put, good. Put my face right on the on, on the rear window. Yeah, we, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> put Alan and I both. Me bigger, Alan a little small in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's gonna look good though. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think we can come up with something nice. And the, the coolest thing about vinyl is you can leave it on there for a couple months and then yeah. we can switch it up. Yeah. Switch it up however, however often you want, really. Fuck, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be cool. So I, I do have a question about um scaling the business right so because 
we talked about how you started with 500 bucks. You hustled, yeah. you know, you did your thing. This is an entrepreneur podcast. I want to talk about the, the journey. Sure. Right? Um, so talk it's to hard. me. Yeah, it is hard. <laughs> yeah. Right? I, I want to know how hard, right? So talk to me about, um, you know, you got your clients, you started doing your thing. Um, what were some challenges that you started to face? I know that you're doing mobile, right? Um, when it came to trying to grow your business from a mobile, uh, uh, like, Get, get the name out that you're a mobile company? Did you have to start a website? Did you have to run ads? I mean, how were you driving traffic to your business with word of mouth? I yeah, mean, how so did that, how did that scale? I did have to start a website. I did have to do some graphic design. Um, I'm lucky enough that um, one of my lifetime best friends is my cousin, and we're like the same age, and he's a professional graphic designer. So him, him and I also connect, like I'm really bad at explaining things sometimes, but he knows exactly what I'm talking about. So he helped me um, a lot at the beginning um, designing my little business cards and yeah. he actually wrote he like wanted to learn how to do like uh, html code so he's like i'll build you a website like, sweet you know which so i lucked out there but that kind of stuff i don't think it was a a, a hurdle or anything i thought it was really fun yeah because you're actually building something from nothing yeah so you know uh i had a little business and a little hustle or whatever and i'd be like how do i want people to perceive my business like over the internet and i think that's really cool i got to be creative and um, design it in a way that I wanted. Like I could have made it all like super bright colors and very loud and flashy, but I decided to go more, um, grayscale and black and white yeah. and more elegant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a more fun thing. It yeah. wasn't, it wasn't that difficult. So when it came to promoting, did you, was it hard for you to like ask clients like, Hey, can I take pictures of your car to promote my business? Did you, you did you do that? Yeah, I did do that for a yeah. while. So, um, every business is unique and every clientele is, is different. Yeah. Um, so at first I would work a deal where I would bump up a service in exchange for me to take photos of their cars. Um, and then I quickly learned that none of my clients cared at all. So I just started taking photos anyways. So it was just like, as long as I didn't have anything private in there, whatever, yeah. I wasn't showing their license plate or their home address or whatever. Um, nobody would really care. Yeah. And if they did care enough, I would just delete the photo. Like yeah. it's not that big of a deal. So yeah. at first I would rock these deals, like trying to hustle and make these deals happen. And then I learned, I don't really have to do that. Yeah. I just take the photo. Anyways. Yeah, okay. So, here, okay. I want to talk about yeah. that because yeah, that, sure. that, that is, that's like a mindset thing. It, it really is. And I have a story about that because okay what you said makes total sense. And I feel like a lot of people do this where they feel like, I mean, you're, you're in the service industry, right? And if you get somebody who brings in like a two or $300,000 car, like you would naturally feel like, Hey, I need permission to promote my business using their car. Right. And that's like a genuine, honest, like that's kind of a good guy thing. Good yeah, quality, totally. Right. You want to ask permission. You don't want to look like a fucking douchebag, like in the car, like check out my new car. Oh, yeah. Cause a lot of guys do that. Right. Yep. But I know a lot of people that do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll stand in front of the car yeah. and it's like, is that your car? And they don't, they don't respond on social media yep. cause they know it's not, you know? Um, but you know, I have a similar thing because I used to do hair. I was in the hair industry for a long time, about 15 oh, sure. years. And, uh, I did a lot of celebrity clientele and, um, I was always really nervous about asking if I could like take their photo. Oh sure. And so I have so many people that I, <laughs> I should have took photos with, but I never did. Right. And it came back to bite me in the ass at one point. Cause long story short, I had a really high, like a very, very, like an all-star NBA player that I was doing. I was a personal barber traveling the country with him doing wow. his hair and everything. That's awesome. And, uh, when he left, he got traded to another team. He's like, Hey dude, this new barber, he's not, dang, not, not, he's cutting, not it. cutting it. He's not yeah. cutting it. He's like, I wish you would have took more photos of my hair. So I can show him (laughs) and I was like, fuck, I probably should have did that. But, you know, I looked at that, like, 
you know, this is a private thing, you know, totally. I just want to keep it, you know, like, and I feel like a lot of people do that. And it is a mindset thing. It's almost like, hey, I don't want to sit here and look like, uh, and a lot of businesses do that with, they're almost scared to promote their business, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, again, it's a mindset thing where they feel like, like, oh, I don't want to come off like a douchebag or come off like a, I'm showing off, right? When in reality, you're promoting your business. You yeah, know? it's and a learning curve. It really sure. is, it, yeah. Everything with business, especially your first business, everything's so uncomfortable. Like the first time you go up to a client's door or whatever to get their car, it's super uncomfortable. So it was kind of that same thing. I had to learn. So my, my first guess on how to get photos of a client's car was to strike a deal with them. Then I learned after doing that a couple of times that I didn't actually have to do that. So uh, pretty much every day has just been a learning curve. Yeah. 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 So right now you're up there in Park City. You live there now? Yeah. Did you buy a house up there, condo? Or, or, I wish I bought a house in Park City. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> no, Where the hell do you a, keep your cars at? Yeah. So this is really unique. So you're when such I, a fucking car guy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Dude's renting a room, driving a Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's still. It's still going. So when I was a kid, my dream was to uh, have a warehouse space that I could call like my whatever, just yeah. do whatever I wanted in there and then live in a loft or something like illegally or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I was able to, through one of my clients, and he's a really good friend now and future business partner, we've been trying to get into business together. But he uh, came up to me one day after I'd finished his car and he's like, hey, I just bought all these warehouse spaces across town. I want you to be there because I'm storing my cars there as well. And... Uh, it was a really unique building because the first level is commercial and then the third level is residential. Oh, nice. So I live at my shop. Oh, this was cool. a childhood dream come true. And uh, I'm learning now there's lots of pros and cons to doing that because you never really get to leave work. Yeah. Um, but you get a lot done. So, yeah, right now I live above my wrap shop, which is awesome. That's pretty dope. That's yeah. cool, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Remember that property we looked at like two years ago? Which one? The one in West Jordan by the airport. It was a. Uh, uh, some Bosnian lady like oh. lived there. It was such a badass commercial spot. Like a container type ish. Yeah. So this lady oh, put sick. like these containers inside of this commercial space. It was uh -huh. probably like a six thousand, not about five thousand square foot warehouse. And she stacked them and she built like a super nice like that kitchen. Cool. Like, it was yeah, so dope. Really it was cool. like and so I wanted to purchase a building. It was for another company that I had. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh turns out I wasn't able to. <laughs> but 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 I was gonna live there. Yeah. You know, and one of the reasons why I wasn't able to is because my wife was like, I'm not gonna live in a fucking warehouse with you yeah. <laughs> with our kids, you know. It's a guy thing. Like, I'll live a in a warehouse. Thing. Yeah, it's awesome. My mom and I <laughs> talked today and she's like, you know, because I'm looking for a new house and mom and I were talking today and she's like well, what are you going to do? Because the houses are so expensive. Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm like, you know what? Honestly, I'm going to buy a warehouse. Yep. And I'm just going to fucking put a house in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm always doing crazy shit anyways. Like, yeah. I'll probably have a massive studio. Like, I'll probably build a bunch of shit in there, you know? But uh, I had a building, a commercial space, and it's in West Valley. And, dude, I turned this, like, hallway, massive hallway into, like, a badass, like, yeah. Like hair school. Oh, it's sick. Oh, sick. And, and we put like this huge cyclorama. You can fit like cars in there and take photos. Nice. It's nuts, dude. Um, but I just love building, you know? And I'm yeah. like, dude, if I had a warehouse, I could just do whatever the hell I want. You got space to yeah. do stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, no, that's definitely a dream I think a lot of guys have. Um, whether or not their wife will let them do that is another question. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, where I got, that's where I got lucky, where my wife loves cars and uh, she even works on them with me. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I lucked out there. But you asked where I store my cars. So, I have... Um, uh, I think it's seven vehicles right now. Two are work vans. Um, and yeah, so I have, let me just go through the list. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so I have uh, the daily driver. So I, I personally drive a 1996 Ford F-350 crew cab, long bed, farm truck. Nice. And uh, I'm, I'm just, I've been stockpiling parts to build like a, 
a show truck out of it. That's a 350, so it's a diesel. Yeah, so it's are got the 73 Are you one of those truck. annoying ass guys that like punch it at the light and blow the smoke all over the cars? No, I'm the annoying <laughs> truck that can't even accelerate. Okay. It's so slow. So I'm in the slow lane getting passed by everyone. Nice. Um, for now. Yeah. But uh, in the future, it will be much faster. And uh, it's called rolling coal where you a big cloud. Yeah. 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 So it will do that. I won't do it all the time, but yeah. uh, it will do it eventually. And I'm getting a lift for it and big tires and everything. Uh, so that's my car. Uh, Faith, my wife, she drives a 2014 Range Rover, uh, full-size Range Rover, the supercharged V8. Nice. Um, that thing is so sick. I love that car. Yeah. Um, it's got like 510 horsepower or something. It's awesome. Yeah, wow. it's awesome. I love yeah. the range, man. Yeah, it's so sick. Uh, I like it a lot more than I thought I did or thought I would. Um, so we got those two. Um, I have a 2008 Porsche Cayman S. That is my show car. Yeah. So it's a... Um, you saw it on Sunday. Yeah, so I've, I have, seen it. I've seen it. It's, it's pretty thick. Dope. Yeah, the wide body on it. Yeah, so I have right? a Pandem wide body kit from Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, I got uh, custom multi piece wheels, air air suspension, all that. It's a work in progress. I'm about half done with it. Uh, everything left on it is all custom stuff, which takes a lot of like creativity and brain, oh, yeah. brain power, yeah. which is all going into my businesses right now. So that's why it's on, <laughs> on the back burner. Um, let's see. Oh, and I have a 2000. Uh, what year is it? 2006 Lamborghini Gallardo. Um, that's the e-gear transmission, the semi-automatic, like paddle shifters, yeah. um, early version of what's in the Huracan. Yeah. Okay. Um, yours has a two clutches minus one. So it's okay. a little bit more harsh. Uh, but that one I just picked up in November. Um, and it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I miss, sick. I miss the 430. I miss the Ferrari, but I like being a Lambo owner. More. Dude, that thing I feel like is, is like the 430. It's such a timeless vehicle. Oh, the 430. It, it, it looks perfect oh, forever. I love it. Like even the yeah. older ones, like I was looking at those for a while. Like, yeah. like the 2005, 2006, you could pick them up for like 70, 80 grand, you know? Well, not right now, but yeah, you could. Are they, are, a year are they ago. You could. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When now, I was looking there about good luck price. finding one under a hundred now. Yeah. Wow. They're all, they're bumped up. Yeah. Dude, they look so, so good, man. Right? Like I'm just like, that car looks like it could be a 2018, 2017. Yeah. They just look, they're timeless. Yeah. You know, they look beautiful. So, so talk to me about how the hell you got there. I mean, because these cars are not cheap. No. The detailing business, did that afford you those vehicles or was it from the YouTube channel? Was it a mixture of both? It's a mixture of both. Yeah. So like I said earlier, I like to kill two birds, if not three or four or five uh, yeah. with one stone. Um, and that's what the, the YouTube channel is giving me leverage to, to make these decisions easier to make. Um, so, you know, obviously having an exotic car, um, builds my credibility for my detailing business. I'm able to showcase my work, yada, 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 all that. Uh, another reason I'm able to get those cars that makes more financial sense is because anything I do with the car, I can film a video and make money on that. Um, and I can work on different sponsorship deals and stuff like that. So without the YouTube channel, I probably would not have the Ferrari or the Lamborghini. Wow. Um, I'm not saying that YouTube pays for it uh, 100%. Yeah. It's kind of split um, responsibility between all the, all the companies. Yeah. But it's why... I'm able to justify buying yeah. it. Because uh, when you get in that mindset of growing a business, everything needs to be justified. Yep. You can't just like go. I, I justified my purchase too. Oh, yeah. yeah you, you, I, I mean, it. and it's doing its job. <laughs> you, can't just, you can't just like pull mental mind tricks and justify it for no reason. You got to have like actual f- fiscal like reasons to justify yeah. it. And uh, you'll be amazed. It gets your creative blood pumping. You're able to make connections in ways to make uh, things financially more viable. Uh, but yeah, the YouTube is like why I have the cars. Yeah. So you guys are at 150,000 plus subscribers right now, correct? Yeah, I think we're at 
like 149, wow. 800 or something. Okay. So, so you're yeah, right there. So you're, yeah. so you're right there. So, um, when you started, talk to me about the, the progression of the channel. Um, like I, I mentioned to you, I put like four videos up and it's like, boom. Right. And I tried it with the, the, the usually YouTube doesn't channel. happen like that. No, it doesn't. It doesn't because <laughs> I was thinking it was, was going to be the same way with the podcast and it's not. We're at like a hundred subscribers and I'm like, what the fuck? I think I was 105, right? Yeah, I was 100. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, it's good, it's good content, but no one knows who the hell we are, and, and that's yeah, the thing. It's, it's, it's going to take some time, right? We're doing pretty good on iTunes and and podcast and all the other like like the audio ones, like mm-hmm. Spotify. Like we're getting pretty good downloads per day. Sweet. all over the world. We're getting some downloads. Sweet. But uh, the the visual stuff on YouTube, I knew this is going to be a part of it. Was just people learning who we are before mm-hmm. we start like really growing the channel, and I, I'm totally fine with that. But I'm curious to know how yours started because you were doing the vlogs at first. Yeah, so I well, I went through I probably four different channel changes um, over the course of me u- doing YouTube. So right at first, I figured my business strategy with the YouTube because it is a business. Yeah. Uh, my business strategy was to do more mechanical type videos. Okay. So that's why my first video was how to do an oil change. Then the next one was um, how to change the spark plugs, um, stuff like that, and. I knew that those would do good off the bat um, because people would Google them. Yeah. You'd search on Google and then my video would pop up. So that's how I would gain some traction. That was my first initial business model. Um, after about four videos, I realized I'd run out of things to do on the car um, and money. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just keep replacing things yeah. for you know, no, <laughs> no reason. reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, all right, shoot. Um, now what do I do? Yeah. Um, so I went through... I stopped filming for a while and then I was like, all right, I got to revamp this. So I started doing um, like my vinyl wraps is when I started to film again. And I was like, oh, I want to be a rap channel and I'll film like cool montages of me vinyl wrapping the cars and then the finished result. I did like three or four videos of that and realized there's so many videos like that that nobody cares. Like they care about the end result, but it's not enough to become a fan of you. It's not enough to subscribe. They just want to like, okay, cool. You wrap this car like uh, green or whatever. Um, so I did a couple of videos like that, learned that that's not really going to work. And then my buddy James convinced me, he's like, dude, just vlog everything you do. Um, that way all the doors stay open. You're not so localized on one genre. So I started doing the, the vlogs and, uh, if you guys want some examples of progression, you can go watch some of my early videos. They're terrible. <laughs> and uh, each, each and every video is a learning experience, and you practice uh, how to make each one better by that little change. And then yeah. over the course of a couple of years, you'll be amazed on how much better they are. So you kept the same channel, though, right? You just kind of changed up the content? I changed the name a couple times, okay. actually. Did you lose subscribers when you did that or use views? No? No. Nope. I was thinking, should we switch mine? Remember how I talked about that? Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, let's grow this one up, and then we do start shooting the reality show. We'll just put it on there and switch it. <laughs> you can switch it. There's some criteria on YouTube, like you can only change the name two times, or yeah. at a certain point you can't. I don't, I don't know the criteria, uh, but I changed my name three times, two times. Mm-hmm. So at first it was called the Cayman Garage because uh, I was working on my Cayman, and then I realized like, oh, if I ever sell this car, then the channel doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, then I switched to Summit Auto Lab because that was my rap business and I was trying to promote that business. And then I learned that I didn't want to do rap videos. But then everybody started to get to know me through my buddy's YouTube channel because I'd always rap his cars, hanging out with him. They always just knew me as Summit, like yeah. Summit Detailing, Summit Lab. So that's when I changed it to Summit Life. So it incorporates just whatever we do. Yeah. Um, it seems to be doing all right. Yeah. No, it totally is. No, I, I see it. You get a lot of engagement, which is good. Yeah, you, you re, you, a lot you, of positive support. Yeah, you mentioned that you haven't posted in, in a while. So how frequently are you posting? 
when, yeah. you, when, when you are posting. Yeah, I feel so guilty, man, with this new merger and the new location and uh, just the stress of running a business for so long. Um, YouTube, unfortunately, has been kind of put on the back burner uh, recently. We should be posting like two two solid videos, maybe three if it's a good week right now. Um, but right now we're posting one a month. <laughs> so that's, better, that's better than me. I did <laughs> my last one in seven, seven months ago. <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, I'm trying really hard not to let it die too much, but it's definitely stagnant right now. Yeah. Like we're not growing at all, but we're also not going down. So yeah. it's, uh, and I think it's because most of our followers are very positive and very good. Uh, um, supportive. So, yeah. yeah. You know, it's interesting. So one of my buddies, he's a... Um, He's a big podcaster. He's got, I think it's a, uh, they're, they're in the top 10 right now for nutrition podcast. It's a uh, um, key nutrition podcast is Brad Jensen. Um, really, really, Sweet. really, really good dude. Um, the dude's very, very good. Very, very um, consistent with, with posting yeah. podcasts. Um, but he's hasn't got into the whole like YouTube space. He's been doing it all on like iTunes and Spotify. Oh, sure. Um, he did a couple for YouTube and then, and then it went away and he's like, it's just too hard. Right. <laughs> Until he got some support. And so now he's trying to get back into it, but we were talking about it and I was like, why do you love, um, and it's when he's getting to YouTube. I was like, why do you love YouTube and not like pushing it on Facebook or like, you know, Instagram, why are you focusing there? And he's like, dude, here's the thing about YouTube. He's like, I have, I have actually have a guy, he's a social media coach. Like kind of guides him on how to post and stuff. Interesting, and it's helped him. Like sure. his Instagram blew up the way he posts now. Yeah, and he's like, dude, YouTube is cool. He's like, but the one thing about YouTube is it's the most savage platform. Oh yeah, and I was like, okay, why? Tell me why. Before I get into it, he's like, well, if you have a fragile ego, it's not for you because <laughs> it's the only one with a dislike button. Yep. And I'm like, oh yeah, it does. It has a dislike button. Didn't, didn't realize that, right? So when I started posting, and again, people are fucking crazy. Dude, right? People are brutal. People are not. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting like death there's threats. No, there's no repercussion. <laughs> I know. He showed me before. It's crazy. There's no yeah. repercussion to any comment. It's this really weird psychological thing. Yeah. Because uh, you can just type whatever it send and never think about it again. Yeah. But yet it's a personal attack. On yeah. Web. Yeah. So it's just and really weird. I learned that. I learned that. And I'm getting yeah. people who are like, hey, you're going too fast. Slow down. And the next content's like, oh my God, you're going too slow. Speed up. And I'm like, I can't fucking win with these like, people. You suck. Yeah. yeah. And then one person's like, oh my God, I fucking hate you. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like a whole page. And I'm like, I filmed a home. Like, yeah. I, what am I doing that's like making you so angry, you know? But then I realized like, dude, this doesn't affect me. I don't have fragile ego at all. And so no. I'm just like, okay, whatever. But this is part of the game. And, and I realized that a lot of people who um, do YouTube, like some of them get really offended by the by the comments. Sure. And I'm yeah, just like, if, you can't do that. You got to just let it slide. You yeah. Know? If you get affected like that, just don't even read the comments. Yeah. Don't, don't turn them off. Yeah. That affects your, uh, the algorithm, the algorithm, yeah. but leave them on. Just don't read them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, I go through it so fun. Like, the oh, life I, I, like, I like doing. I like yeah. going. Through I them. sift through the comments. Yeah. Oh, I had one I comment one time. I don't know why this dude. It was a big rant about how much I'm the worst person, and everything <laughs> I did in the video was like so bad. And this yeah. is why. And like, not really threatening, but like just so insulting. And uh, I screenshotted it before I deleted it. I never delete comments, but this one was just like so out there. Yeah, I've only it deleted was, like two. Yeah. It was three full screenshots. That's how long it was. Wow. It was crazy. It was all one sentence as well. But the, gre- the great part about those negative comments is they watched your video too. Exactly. That's you still get paid. You still make money. You still get paid. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, the other funny thing is like, I'll go on there and it'll be, it'll be a terrible comment and I'll be like, thanks for engaging because <laughs> yeah. I'm just adding more content to the comments. Every section, once in a know? while you'll see like somebody's on a kick where they just do not like you. Yeah. And for like 10 videos in a row, they'll just post like a comment, like the same comment or whatever. And it's like, 
they're like an awesome fan. They yeah. watch every video, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah. Hater. Yeah. Yeah. no, it's cool. You know, I love it. And, and when I was doing it consistently, I was like, Hey, you know, I want to see if I can ask questions like, like 10, 15 minutes through the video and see if I get people to answer. Cause I want to know how, how long they're actually watching. Cause you oh, can sure. see like the time, right? How long you can watching. see in the back end kind of yeah. when they drop. Yeah. Stuff, and yeah. so I'm like, uh, I would ask questions about like banisters or railings and stuff like that. And I would get answers and I'm like, damn, these people are watching like 25 minutes worth of my video. And I'm yep. like, that's crazy. I don't have that much time. And they to pick watch that one question video. to answer too, which is strange. <laughs> yeah. Like, Why did yeah. they answer that one? You yeah, know? dude, it's cool. So, so you get a lot of fans that way, you know what I mean? And, and, and you can be a nobody and start a channel and, and people start to know who you are. Oh yeah. You know, it's, it's pretty cool. And so, um, like I said, I get crazy comments. I actually get people message me. Like I get some, remember that one I showed you at night? Oh, yeah. I got this lady like offering to give me like a, like a, sexual like, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. a, blank, a blank job yeah a, bl a blank job and i'm like what and so, so the next day i was like let's, let's call the number and mess with them and they text me from a bullshit like text app where yeah. you can put a fake number There's someone messing with it yeah and i'm just like look at this shit. people are so funny man like yeah it's so crazy the internet's a crazy place yeah it's a crazy <laughs> place but it definitely is not for people with fragile egos no you know what i mean like if they can't handle the negative comments don't don't post you know because no, you're really putting you're putting your life in on the internet yeah which is, yeah it's just crazy yeah. <laughs> especially with with the vlog stuff man and when you said two and three videos per week i'm like that's a lot dude that's a really that's a full-time job it is yeah um that's why i i tried to stack my businesses so that like um you know if i'm posting two to three videos a week one or two of them will be about what i'm working on day to day um so that way it's not really taking the day off and doing full youtube it's kind of like you're mixing the day between the two yeah um but uh, at my level of busyness, I'm not even able to do that. Yeah, it's just yeah. so so nuts. But yeah. that's so cool that you, you have your wife to support you. Yeah, and that she's able to do the the the, the editing because mm -hmm. that's why we hired our guy Daniel. Uh -huh. You know, and I was like, dude, we got to get a, a, a video editor, and then they can yeah. follow us around all day. And he's been really good at it. We've been having doing a lot of like side good. projects because he can do websites and stuff. He's been helping us build our business in the back end. Oh, nice. Um, but we need to start getting him back on the vlog stuff because he hasn't put one up for like like three or four weeks. Yeah, I think we have like what, five up, five or six. Yeah, five or six up right now. And um, I think, we have, I think we're going to start filming more, what, in about a week or two here? Yeah. So we're moving locations next, what, next week? Yeah, we, we just took a yeah, badass office space, man. Like, we got lucky, fully furnished. Oh, my like, God. Whoa. Fucking we amazing, scored. bro. Yeah, we Heck scored yeah. heavy. Um, super high end, too. Like, everything is really nice. And so I'm like, dude, we got to film the move into the office. We also got to kind of turn this vlog stuff into like a little reality show. Oh, totally. You know, and like just gather as much content as possible. And then just build it up like a really long vlog. You know, yep. Call it a reality show. You know what sure. I mean? So we're going to start filming that way. And, and and even like if we're not getting clients from it, you know, our business in real estate right now is we're recruiting agents. And I feel like it's just giving us credibility, you know, because nice. not a lot of people are doing that, mm -hmm. you know. Um, like I see, obviously people do videos on detailing, like they're pretty cool. They're like promoting a product, like, Oh, yeah, for just, sure. Look at it. They'll put the tape down. They'll polish one side, show the other, but I'm not seeing them do a lot of vlogging. Yeah. And that's where I feel like you're winning because it's pretty entertaining. It's in it. Yeah. So that, that's the cool thing about YouTube. You can literally do anything. Um, like tomorrow I could switch my channel up to being just product comparisons. I don't think that would do any better than what I'm already doing. So I'm not going to, yeah. but you can do literally whatever. And that's my biggest advice. A lot of kids ask me like, um, what's, you know, I'm starting a YouTube channel. What's your advice? Which is such a huge question. Yeah. Uh, but I usually say just, you know, commit to it. Like it was the business. So make uh, business decisions based mm -hmm. on your content, you know, and then um, produce high quality, unique content. Don't copy someone else. Yeah. Um, like if you go online, you see a you know popular vlogger and they do um, 
product comparison between two products. You're like, oh, that video is great. I can do that. And you do the exact same video. Why Why would anyone watch yours over this other guy's? Yeah. It's the same video, you know? So just uh, that's another one of my pieces of advice is every single person's unique. Like you're totally different than me. You have yeah. different hobbies, different talents, and different interests. Um, and also different ideas. Like yeah. you, you can take a business that I don't think would be, succeed and you could make it succeed. So that that's what I tell people is just, uh, you're you, do, so do you yeah. on, on YouTube. Do yeah. what you want to film. Um, try not to copy somebody else because then it's just uh, water under the bridge, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why would anybody watch it if it's copying someone else? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so be unique uh, and be consistent and treat it like a business, not yeah. as like, a, I'm, a, I'm a vlogger now, so my life is so great. That's not what it is. Yeah. It's a business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you got to show the real life stuff in there too. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You can't just be like, everything is so perfect. You know what I mean? I mean, I see people do that and I'm just like, dude, that looks so fake. Like, come on, man. Yeah. You got to be real. Yeah. And that's what we've um, put a lot of effort in is to be really relatable and very honest and like, um, yeah, I guess relatable is what yeah. I'm going for on the YouTube channel. We try not to be fake at all. Um, the fakest, I guess we, we are is sometimes we're like um, exaggerate. Yeah. things but it's not really lying like um you can say like oh this ex exhaust is like so loud it's way louder than this other thing but like it might not be louder than yeah that. that's really the extent of our exaggeration <laughs> yeah. so it's not, not really big deal it's not lying at all and you got to be in because people can pick up that on that yeah. you know if if i went to my client's house and was like oh i just bought this brand new lamborghini or one of my clients just got a brand new ferrari if i walked over there and was like hey i just got this brand new ferrari like i just took delivery of it they would know that's like out of nowhere and that pr that car price isn't I can't just make that jump overnight. Yeah. So they know I'm lying. Yeah. Um, and people see through that and then they don't like you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, totally. Totally. So what is your reach r r right now? Like, uh, is your audience all over the world right now? Are you getting views everywhere? Yeah. Yeah. Let me uh, look up the algorithm or the uh, back end here. So most of my, uh, my main audience is in the U S. Um, and the age group is, um, 18 to 24 is the... Oh, dude, that's pretty young. Yeah, mine, yeah, let's see. mine is like 24 to like 50. <laughs> yeah, let's see, let's see. Um, yeah, so my uh, audience is 91% male. Yeah. Uh, which is actually pretty good for an automotive channel. Most of them are closer to like 95 to 98% male. Um, my highest age group for audience is 18 to 24 at 25.8%. And then 25.6% is 25 through 34. Mm. So it's a pretty good chunk of, yeah. the, you know, 18 to 34 is my main thing. 47% um, of my audience is in the U.S. The next one is 7.3% in the U.K. Oh, nice. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I haven't looked at this in a while, so it's pretty cool. Then my number third audience is India. Oh, nice. At 5.9%. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. That's where you get all those uh, Indian reviews. Yeah, and then you got Canada, <laughs> the Philippines. Um, let's see, we got the Philippines, South Africa. I get a lot of comments from South Africa, actually. Uh, Pakistan, we got Malaysia. It's crazy. Um, Trinidad, 0.6% of my audience is in Trinidad. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I love going through <laughs> crazy. my analytics, yeah. man. I go through them and I'm like, dude, that's so crazy. Like, my, my audience is 50% men, 50% women. It's like right down oh, the middle. That's because it's houses, interior design, stuff like that. Women that's where, right that. where you want to be. Your audience is... Yeah right off the bat just from that demographic is like you know do better than my channel that's yeah for sure. yeah dude i mean it's crazy like like i said i just one of my videos just hit over a million views and i'm like and you're talking about that car uh oil change video here making like eight bucks a month off of that one that video paid me over the course of my channel almost 10k already crazy, just right? that one video yeah 
And I'm like, damn, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's pretty damn good. So, yeah, to put it in perspective, my buddy, the Stradman, I mean, he posts like four to five videos a month right now. He's yeah, taking he's, it pretty mellow. Yeah. Um, but each one minimum million views. Yeah. Oh, dude, his channel's nuts. I actually commented, it's pretty funny, on um, a video I messaged him to on Instagram like three years ago, two and a half years ago. You messaged him? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't get a response back because I kind of insulted him on accident. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he took his hat off and I saw his hair and I was doing hair back in the day. Uh, I was like, dude, your hair looks like shit, bro. Come to my shop. You know what I mean? I, just, I, I hit him with some stuff like that. You know, that's a joke. Sure. Um, never got a response. Yeah. <laughs> Which is totally fine. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I knew even back then because I loved cars my whole life and I, I followed his channel even back then and I was yeah. like, dude, this guy is a shit. Like he's in Utah. He's driving these badass cars and I think he's probably one of the only guys with a Bugatti here in Utah. Yeah, right? so there's two Bugattis in Utah. Yeah. Um, he's got the Veyron, and then Post Malone has the Chiron. Oh, that, okay. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Those cars are hard to come by. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially uh, here in Utah, man. Yeah, there's only two. So, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Um, and just in general, I, I'm going to botch these numbers, but I think Bugatti only made, like, a couple hundred of the Veyrons. Wow. So, I mean, like, worldwide, they're still not very common. Yeah. So, did you wrap his? Are you doing all uh -huh. the purple? You're doing all the purple wraps? Yeah. That's so, you? Yeah, that's me. Oh. Yeah, so we wrapped his Bugatti, which is nuts. So we're the only only shop in Utah history that's wrapped a Bugatti. Sick. Wow. Which is kind of kind of crazy if you think about it. That's pretty dope. It's such a unique thing. I mean, like, you can pick a lot of different things and be the only one. But uh, it's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's badass, dude. So you do all of them, though? You're the one doing all of them? Yeah, so for James, the Strad Man, I'm, I'm pretty much his rap guy. Um, and that's just because we've been friends, and, yeah. and I'll make sure I take care of it for him, and... There's a lot of rap shops now, too, that try to get him to, to join the, uh, or to have them wrap his cars, and he just doesn't know them, and he doesn't yeah. know, uh, it's that honesty, you know yeah. what I mean? So, like, he knows that when he drops it off at my shop, I'll be straight up with him if something goes wrong, or timeline, or um, price, or anything like that. It's yeah. all just super straightforward and That's easy. cool, man. That's yeah. cool. He's got a pretty good, cool entrepreneur story. You know, I've seen him share yeah. a little bit of his story on, on, on his channel, and I'm like, that's pretty badass. Bro. Yeah, so, yeah. like I said, when I, when I met him, he was a full-time accountant. And he's like, oh, I'm an accountant just at this uh -huh. place right over here. And then on my days off, I rack up days off, and I go down to Beverly Hills, and I uh, take photos and videos of cars. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. He's like, yeah, like I go try to find cool ones. Um, and I was like, sweet. Well, let me know next time you need help because I can hold a camera, yeah. you know, because it's always been natural. I can, like, take photos and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, back then he introduced himself as an accountant, not a YouTuber because a YouTuber wasn't a thing back yeah. then, you know. And I think he maybe he had, like, 15,000 subscribers or something. Um, and he had a couple of videos take off. So he knew the potential potential of yeah. it back then before, obviously, I knew. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he was super humble. He still is very humble. Yeah. Um, as humble as you can be being, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> a huge YouTuber. But, no, compared to the other YouTubers, he's extremely humble and, and yeah. very down to earth and uh, very kind and friendly. But, yeah. but, yeah, I mean, to build his YouTube channel, he he's told this story a bunch, but he lived in his Audi TT for a while because uh, – he quit his job and was like, oh, I'm going to make YouTube work. So he moved to Beverly Hills and lived in his car. And uh, he quickly learned that g jumping in like that, can you can learn a lot, but at the same time, um, it doesn't equal success. Yeah. <laughs> so he then realized that he's not going to make enough to survive. So he got another job as an accountant and, and kept growing it for a while. And then he got laid off of the accountant job and then went back to YouTube full time. Um, and he made it work. Yeah, it worked pretty. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, that's badass, man. So, do you have any other purchases that you want to make with uh, your uh, businesses? Are you trying to get another car here pretty soon? Are you satisfied? Yeah, with I'm that? always in the market. Yeah, yeah, I'm always in the market. I got a long list of cars. I'd say uh, this is a sneak peek too. Uh, 
I haven't really told anybody this, but probably this year there's going to be three purchases. I think we're going to keep everything that we have. Um, I'm going to finish the builds and keep working on them. But we're kind of in the market for uh, a side-by-side, a Razor, okay. which would be a little bit more different. I think the Razors are so much fun. Uh, I've taken them, you know, in the sand dunes. Some of my buddies have them. Uh, taking them to the sand dunes, take them up in the trails in the mountains here. And yeah. I have just as much fun with those as I do with, like, a pack of 20 exotics ripping up I-15 here. Yeah. But that you can go to jail for. But riding a Razor, you don't really go to jail <laughs> yeah. for. So those are really cool. I'm, I'm going to be looking for a Razor. Um, I think I'm going to build a JDM car, uh, uh, oh, nice. a Japanese car. Um, and I'm leaning towards a car that's kind of underrated only because most of them you see are super clapped out and like beat up. But a second generation Mitsubishi Eclipse. Oh, okay. kind of the bubblier one. That was one of one. my first car. That was one of my yeah. first cars. Yeah. So I didn't have the second, I had the first gen. Oh, the first we, gen. we went with the Eagle Talon. Yeah. The TSI. Yep. Dude, I love that car. So fast. Like, yeah. Just by itself with a little turbo on there. Like, dude, that thing just fucking flew. They're man. cool. They're yeah. underrated. So the, yeah. the first gens are pretty popular. They have a really cool cult, cult following yeah. to them. I, I've always <clears> wanted a second gen. Uh, the 99, 2000, yeah. or 98, or whatever. Um, and I want the GSX, which is the all-wheel drive. Yep. They're so hard to find. I think in the last six months, I've been looking to buy one if it's the right deal. I think two have been for sale in Utah wow. in six months. Yeah, those cars are awesome. No, yeah. I, I I actually love DSMs, dude. I, I yeah. love them, right? And and like I said, we were totally into it back then. My brother had a bunch of uh, Eclipses and GSXs sure. and stuff like that. And, um, uh, dude, this uh, I, I think for me – the front end is still, to me, one of the most beautiful cars. It looks so good. You know what we're mount. talking about? Alan, show me. Yeah, yeah, I'll show you. Yeah. The front end looks so good. The back end it could be a lot better, but it's yeah. not bad at the same but time. But the front end with the, with the front mount, I feel like it's just, it's it, that's that's it. Yeah. You know, especially for a kid, like we were like 17, 18, we had those yeah. cars. <laughs> better yet, you know, when you're 30, you can put money into it. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. You know, my goal those for that one fly, is, man. my goal for that one is at least 500 wheel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, those things to, fly. Trying to find a photo for you. Um, I always thought of the second gen as a girl's car I was put out there right now. <laughs> a girl car? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Oh, man. <laughs> no, you know what? The third gen was definitely a girl's car. Oh, that, yeah, They yeah. destroyed that. Oh, okay. Remember those cars? Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah. yeah. The funny this thing is, is one, uh, yeah. actually, as a young kid, I think I remember, I think Otto was, my brother's old girlfriend used to actually drive there one. There we go. Told you. <laughs> Her name was Brandy. Yeah. Yeah. She used to actually drive one, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, dude. they're badass. One of my buddies kid, in high school I'm, had one. I was so jealous. Dude, I was like, oh, my gosh. The windows come down, and it doesn't have the little, what do you call it? Uh, you know how you have it. It was a coupe. It was a coupe. Yeah, so yeah. the glass is so exposed. So the glass is exposed, yeah. and I'm like, man. So cool. When I grow up, <laughs> and I'm able to afford a car, I'm like, I'm going to get a cool car with like, like that. And then eventually got me a, a bright orange 350Z, oh, yeah, I which I loved it. Was that launch orange, that like autumn the stock, The stock orange it comes yeah, in. Yeah, that really deep metallic orange. Yeah. That's the color. Yeah. So, so good looking. Yeah. I didn't want it originally, I'll be honest with <laughs> that you. That color's so good looking. I, I wanted it originally like a black one or a different color, but then my buddy called me that had a, a dealership, Ali. Yeah. yeah. And he was, he, he was at the auction. He's like, hey, there's one right here if you want it. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll buy it. And then I go over there to buy it. And I'm like fuck, it's orange? He's like, yeah, you want it? I'm like, all right, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, what, 17, 18? Loved it. Yeah. It's that hard was, to find those orange ones now. Dude, that was like one of the funniest cars ever. They're so sick. Like, Barna. And the yeah. cool thing is I loved it because it was, it was a two-seater, mm-hmm. which is cool because you and I both know back in the day when you're going out, you're partying, oh, yeah. everybody's trying to get in a, get, in a, get a ride with you. Hey, drop me off at home. There was no Uber or anything like no. that. 
And I loved it because I go out, me and my buddy or me and my girl, and I don't have to worry about taking anybody home. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved can't. it. Sorry, I can't. I, I, yeah. I would, but <laughs> yeah. can't. So, yeah, I love the 350s and 370s. Um, yeah. Just on uh, YouTube and stuff, a lot, a lot of YouTubers have built those cars. Yeah. Not very many. I think there's probably five or six maybe that have those eclipses. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm leaning towards that. Yeah. A little bit more unique, JDM market, um, different for my channel. Um, an actual engine build, I'd build the whole engine and turbo yeah. it. I don't, I mean, the the Range Rover supercharged, but I don't have any, well, I guess my truck has a turbo. But you know what I mean, like yeah. a, a tuner yeah. car. Um, I'm also in the market for a classic car. Uh, I'm thinking I'm going to buy a 65 Mustang mm. this year, which is going to be really fastback. fun. I wish I could afford a fastback. Yeah. It was like 40 grand. Yeah. Uh, I would love to get a fastback, um, and that would be my top choice if I can find the right deal. But most likely it'll be a coupe. I have a buddy right now who has one, and they've been—it's been a project car forever, and they haven't—they haven't done anything with it. I'll buy. Let it. me ask him. Yeah. Let me ask him. Yeah, I'll put sure. you in touch with them. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my friends—they they bought it as like a family, like they're gonna like remodel it, yeah. and they haven't done anything with it. It's been just chilling. Is that and a motor I in think, it or no? I, I don't know yet. Last Hopefully not. It, last time I saw it, it was—it was the body, it was a shell, and I think it was primered. Mm. But let me run it by him and see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if they don't have any plans or whatever, yeah. you know, I'm. I'm in the market and like I say, I'm in the market. It's mainly just like if the right deal happens yeah. and you know, I meet someone who has the car or whatever, yeah. then, then yeah, I'll get it. I'm not actively like online, like looking at them every day because yeah. uh, it is what it is. Well, you have that shop so you can store the cars there. 10, exactly. I got 10,000 square feet. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's cool. So did you guys lock the building up already? Uh, what do you mean? Did you guys already take possession of the building? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's split up into two units. So we have like 4,200 square feet on one side and then 6,000 on the other. Um, yeah, the, the 4200 we've had for two months now, and it's been all, like, renovation, planning, yeah. and, and, and that kind of stuff. Um, the new one, we put the deposit down on it. We technically haven't signed a lease, but we put all the money down yeah. um, at the beginning of this month. Nice. Um, but the current or the previous tenants still haven't moved all their junk out. Okay. And we need to be in that unit in eight days. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we got a lot to do. We got to rip walls out. We got to paint and yeah, yeah it's gonna be nuts. That, that's always the funnest part. I feel like, you uh -huh. know, Alan and I always, we're always trying to yeah. build and, 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 you know, take on new projects when it comes to our business and taking this one on is going to be pretty cool. Cause we're actually building a full like broadcasting studio. We're going to build it out to look Sweet. like a news station, like a network. Oh, sure. And we're going to switch up the podcast. We have some drawings that I was bullshitting with, but <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to build the whole set and, and, you know, make everything look nice. And we're actually taking a deal with, uh, with, with, with the TV network. Um, and we're going to be doing a segment on every every week, uh, oh, real estate yeah. market updates, stuff like that. So you'll be seeing us. It's going to be fun. On dude. YouTube, yeah, whoa. on Spotify, on iTunes, on on, on the TV. Like we're, we're, we're going to be everywhere. You know. So like I said, plan. being unique, I mean, that's pretty unique. There, yeah. I don't, I couldn't think of any other people on YouTube that are doing that. So, yeah. 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 Do it. Yeah. And we'll, we'll vlog the whole thing and yeah. most likely try to turn into a reality show, you know, do it. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. But dude, I'm so happy we met you. Right? Yeah. It's been fun. I'm so happy I met you. Thank you for coming on, bro. Like, yeah. uh, let's give you a plug for your business. So right now your YouTube channel, it's summit life. Yep. What's the Instagram? It's, uh, for my YouTube channel. Uh, not the Instagram, your Instagram. For, for oh your yeah. So I don't have an Instagram for my YouTube channel. It's no, just crazy, for right? your business. For oh, your, yeah. summit auto lab. Summit auto. So yeah. at summit auto lab. Yep. And then, uh, your Facebook. Same thing? It's just, yeah, Summit Auto Lab, Summit Auto Detailing, and then, yeah, I have my personal Instagram, too, which is Clayton, two underscore Stark. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Cool, man. Well, yeah. dude, thanks for, <laughs> yeah, thanks dude, for coming thank out. So yeah. I got to see the cars. When's the, when's the next car show? When's the next car meet? Um, it's like every week, I feel like. Dude, there's going to be so many. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I don't know the next one I'm going to go to. 
but I'll let you know. I want to see the wide body Porsche yeah. Cayman. <laughs> yeah, I got to sure. see that car, man. Yeah, because I see them and they're just so small. And I know that when I, when I saw yours on, on, on your YouTube channel, I was just like, that thing looks so fucking sick. It's man. got so like, much more presence. Yeah, to it. yeah. 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 I, I saw the spoiler. Stock, a stock Cayman, there, like, I, I think they look really good, but they are a little bit feminine in yeah. the design, which it's fine, whatever. Um, but this just has so much more character. Yeah. It's a completely different car. Yeah. Well, dude, I want to check it out. Yeah. Dude, thank you for coming on today. I know that Alan, he ate like some salad and almost died. This fucking guy and his allergies. Like, once, <laughs> oh you, my God. once you get to know him more, you'll find out he can't have anything. I swear. Like, Oh, we talked about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I ate something <laughs> earlier today and it kind of fucked with me. I'm like, Fernando, I don't know if I'll be able to do the Yeah, I'm like, no, You're bro. Right. I'm like, I'm feeling a little disoriented, a little foggy right now. Jeez. Well, we'll, we'll be good. No, that's pretty cool, man. Dude, yeah, thank you for coming on, bro. Appreciate yeah, sure. you. Um, thanks, Alan. Of course. We'll see you guys in the next one. I need to know everything. Who in the what and the where I need everything. Trust me, I hear what you're saying, but I like it's new what you're telling me. I'm curious, George. I hop in the Porsche. five and a horse. I'm ready for war.